ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, the world is yours presents to you DJ World Premier, Boo Wop, AK Satin the Hat, Young Fried Okra, straight from the Windy City. How's it fucking going? You wanna see a dead body? Already know, man. Chill. High chill, you feel me? Ah, a nice, a nice, a nice peaceful pod evening. Um, I always picture like your podcast etiquette, like some Hugh Hefner smoker jacket type situation. One of those fancy glasses with the Cavarcier. You only got one of them because it came in a two set, but you broke one doing the dishes. But you still holding on to that one. Real nice, real nice glassware type of John. And then you fuck up the whole situation with like a Russian cream backwood. I feel like that's accurate. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I, I ain't been smoking woods like that. Shit. I don't know why. I don't know why they're still in business. That might be the oh, shoot. That might be the worst, the most disgusting smoke. Uh. You can't even think of. You can't even think of nothing worse. Like. I'll take a Philly blunt. I'll take an old school Philly blunt over a backwood. But if you give me an old school Philly blunt, I need the old school weed to go with it. I mean, I mean, bro, the woods are cool, bro. Like, it's a decent smoke. Don't get me wrong. Like, you got some quality weed, but it's just a problem with, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're going to overstuff that motherfucker to really taste it. You know what I'm saying? You're going to have to put at least a 1.5 and at least like 1.5 grams in that motherfucker just to like really, like, you know what I'm saying? Get a good taste of your weed. Like, shit, them that two grams, shit. It's like, shit. It, it, it just ain't that serious for me no more. Like, shit, I'm smoking for one now. Like, shit. <laughs> That nigga said, I'm smoking for one now. Like, that nigga had a a wee baby out this bitch, nigga. I'm just smoking for one now at this point. So, I don't need need to put a tray five in the backy. Man, shit. It's it's just, like, I'd rather smoke a roll paper or a cone or some shit, like, so I could really taste my weed and shit. That's my bag. That's my bag. I think when I hit... When I hit like 26 and I started smoking papers and raw papers, like I never look back. I, I never purchased a blunt after that. And I will immediately, I'll have an attitude if I show up to the function and niggas is smoking blunts and passing them shits in my direction. Please don't pass me that. Maybe once, but don't pass it to me after that. I'm gonna take it as disrespect. Like I, I the first time I, 
But like if somebody's lips is wet on it and you get the resin on your lips, like I never understood how we went from joints and glass. Well, that maybe that's because it's white people and black people have an aff- aff- affliction towards like glassware. Black people do not don't pull no bong out in front of black people. <laughs> you pull a bong out or uh, a a bowl. Goddamn yeah, hey, this look at this nigga over here. This nigga's a crackhead. Is is that nigga smoking dick? What is he doing? I don't know what it is with black people. As soon as they see you with glassware, it's a wrap. You out the cipher. Niggas is not letting you borrow nothing. Never again. You can never borrow nothing from me if I seen you smoke glass. And then you teach the black people how to be cultured and sophisticated and smoke the glass properly. And then they just don't retain that information. Like the next time they come to your house, they smoking the whole bowl in one hit. I promise you, I put enough weed in that bowl to get me through some difficult times. You're smoking this shit wrong if I got to cash it out and empty it after I pass it to you. Man, I miss my white homies. I ain't gonna lie to you. I used to get mad when you don't clear that hit. Fucking clear it, dude. I gotta <laughs> fucking clear it, bro. Nah, man, don't pass me that shit back, bro. Nope. This is all you, dude. This is all you, man. It's all you, man. That shit, bro. Fucking man up, okay? Man the fuck up. This isn't that bullshit that you're used to smoking, Kyle. Like, Johnny, if you don't take this motherfucker. <laughs> no, I can't front. I got a white homie, and this shit is like, I think this motherfucker is a unicorn. I ain't gonna hold you. He's the first and only white boy that I met in my entire life that's not a weed scientist. He is searching for the Reggie. The Reggie Miller. The Reggie Bush. Like, he said, yo, man, my plug say a fucking ounce supposed to cost $250. Yo, who you know that can charge less than that? I know a nigga selling that brick pack Mexican, that, that 1992 weed with mad seeds and stems in it. How much ounce? Uh, 115. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hook me up. He, he been shopping with my guy ever since. This shit is disgusting. He told me he got two for 180. I was like, yeah, around the first of the month, my man don't take care of his rent the right way, so he give you crazy sales. But two wheels for a buck 50, a buck 70 is crazy. Like, I can't give that shit away fast enough. But the only white boy I know that's not weed snobby, you know what I'm saying? It's really disgusting because I've become weed snobby. Like, mid don't do it for me no more. Mid is the new Reggie. Because it used to be Reggie, mid, and then loud. Well, now it's just mid, which has been downgraded to Reggie, and loud. And that's all you got out there. That's all you got out in the streets. But niggas will call it mad different things. Yo, I got that. 
I got that pressure. Pressure? What you mean you got that pressure, nigga? <laughs> I I don't I don't care for that, sir. Oh, I got that gas. I got that za. Like I'm 40. I just found out that za was short for exotic. Huh. Picture fucking that. I need you need a better plug. Also, uh make sure y'all tip y'all plugs if they're prompt. I can't speak enough for the poor experience that you get from your plugs, but some of y'all deserve it. I've seen, I've had a lot of conversations calling my man for a tray five at 10 in the morning. When you know this nigga got kids, he got to put on the bus or he got a job at, at the, at the K and W at the golden corral bothering that man for that tray five and you short you need your ass whooped the 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 plug that fronts you that plug that one that fronts you if you go to the plug and you get fronted a blunt i promise you you are down bad you're down bad beyond belief you should stop smoking but if you don't stop smoking you can never question that man's scale again. If I front you a blunt, the next three times you come get a tray five, you're getting a tray two. You're getting a tray two. Three or four times. Can't do it. Won't do it. And shout out to the niggas that sell blunts still. Hey, shout out to y'all. Some you y'all are probably millionaires. That one dime, one dime sack at a time. Go ahead, man. Look, look at shot for big pop in heaven. You wanna see a dead body? <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of dead bodies, uh, we fresh off the joint. All Star Weekend. Now, trash, trash. That shit, trash, man. I often say the NBA All-Star break festivities will always be better than whatever the fuck the NFL does a week before the Super Bowl. It's been dwindling down the last four, five. But this year, NFL cooked these young niggas. You hear me? NFL cooked you, Adam Silver. Adam Silver... We're going to call you down the court, bro. We're going to call you down the court. I know that you are Jewish. I know that you are balding. DJ World Premier wants your fade, Adam Silver, because you are the only one to blame for this. You paid them young bulls 800K for the in-season tournament. 300 for the loser, 500 for the winner, right? You got these niggas out here in the celebrity game. Micah Parsons put on an event by himself. Like, that nigga should have been playing in the All-Star game. That was maximum effort. The PG skills mid, the three-point contest, it was all right. It was all right. I look the three point contest gonna be what it's gonna be when you can get the hitters in there. 
I never want to see Joe Harris in a three-point contest again. When you get them no-name niggas out there and then you never see him on the NBA roster again, that's where you fucked up. I mean, they they had some pretty decent shooters, though, this time around for the most part. Mostly mostly <clears throat> star players. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but it was uh, yeah, Trey, Dane, Cat, uh, Tyrese Halliburton, Larry no. This year, hitters, except for Markinen. Markinen could have stayed his ass at the crib, but I just hate that. I hated that nigga since he played with the Bulls. Markinen didn't develop, though. He, he a solid player. I hate that nigga's haircut, bro. Like, I hate that nigga's haircut. It's something about him that I just don't like. He's not an official American-American, you know what I'm saying? He kind of like, you know, going through the motions with this shit. He looked like a Bond villain. He looked like one of the bad guys from one of the James Bond movies. You put a filthy accent on this nigga and a martini in front of him with a with a, with a suit with a tuxedo on and the top button undone, that nigga is a 007 bad guy. I got to stop hating niggas about their haircuts, but that shit, that shit's important to me. If you ain't got a haircut, a respectable haircut, and you ain't got no mustache, nigga. <laughs> I mean, no, I feel that. Like, I, I thought the Ryzen's, the Rising uh, Stars game was pretty dope, especially the the format of it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Americans versus Euros, and and then they gave it, it really gave the the G Leaguers a chance to kind of like, because they they got an upset over I think the Euro the Euro team, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I think they got an upset over the Euro team. Again, it was just uh. That was that was like that was the most competitive shit outside of the three point contest, because Mac McClung, like the, the the league is really, you know what I'm saying, pushing for this dude to. I don't I ain't gonna say be a face or anything like that, but like, I guess you know he he's an exciting dunker, you know what I'm saying, but I think he only I think he's only played four NBA games in his whole career, like. <clears throat> You're not even an official NBA player, you know what I'm saying? Like, the, and and I, I said this a couple of days ago, bro. This shit is LeBron's fault. Here you go. No, it's it's the truth. It's the truth, bro. This shit is LeBron's fault with the dunk contest for sure. With the dunk contest, it is, bro, because the stars have not since LeBron has kind of made it clear that he's not doing it, a lot of up-and-coming stars have basically prioritized that, like, I'm not doing it either. No, that's not true. Well, that's not true. Like, I do think him not doing it made it slightly acceptable for other stars to not do it. But who who out here is a dunker? 
Are you serious, bro? Who out here is a dunker? Not I'm not talking these in-game dunks, and I don't want to disrespect the in-game dunkers because Ricky Davis, right? True. Who, Ricky Davis? Come on, bro. Ricky Davis. Bro, he was I, he was a great in game dunk. I was going to get to the Gerald Greens, but he participated in the dunk contest. So I, I want I just want to talk about in game dunkers who didn't participate or who didn't win a dunk championship. Like okay. it's good in game dunkers out there in that era. You can't name fire in game dunkers today. Why not? Because they don't exist. I'm not talking about that fast break business. I'm talking about body to body contact. Nigga, meet me at the fucking rim. Anthony I'm gonna put Edwards. you on this poster. I ain't putting you on posters. Who? Anthony Edwards, Ant Man. He that not nigga did the dunk contest already. No, he didn't. Nah, you bullshit. No, he hasn't. He didn't win that whack ass year when they was in Charlotte and the nigga jumped over the plane or some shit. Nah, hell no. Nah. Oh, damn. My lord. I thought he did it already. Maybe let me double check, though. I'm going to double check. Anthony Edwards might be the only one, G. No, Zion. Man, fuck out of here. Man, I know you fucking lying. Bro, Zion is, come on, bro. Like, the man, before we even knew who the fuck he was in the league, bro, he went viral for many dunks, bro. For dunking on under malnourished white children in South Carolina. A great dunker, bro. You can't put that nigga on that platform. One, he don't play enough games. Two, he's fucking OnlyFans girls like it's going out of style. You're missing a point, bro. All the faces of the league. This is why I say LeBron has fucked it up. Zion fucked his own face up. For I'm the not league. even talking about Zion at this point. I'm talking about initially what I say about LeBron being the face of the league. Bro, all the great dunkers before LeBron, all the great players, hell, like the stars of the league, because this is what I'm looking at. when I'm, I want to see the best players, the best in-game dunkers, best players, quote-unquote, the, the you know what I'm saying participating in this because it's a history thing, bro. Jordan competed in three of these things. Dominique three, all great high flyers, bro. They going head to head, best dunkers. If we had dunk contests with Kobe, Kobe and 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 Vince Carter, not not Vince Carter. I forget who was in that Kobe dunk contest, but Vince Carter and T Mac was in the dunk contest together. Like, bro, all the great dunkers have participated in this, like. LeBron is known as a universal great dunker, bro. Got some of the base, the greatest body-to-body dunks. And then what, what make it so bad, Brian, troll your ass. Like, if you ever just go to a, a whatever, a game, <clears throat> LeBron's at or playing in or whatever, like, whether, whatever team he is, Miami, he used to have that, that fucking free throw line. Brian is freestyling all type of nasty-ass dunks. Like, that's why people was like, damn, we'd love to see Brian in the fucking dunk contest. By the time he made it to Miami, his window was already closed. I ain't going to hold you. I already know that, but he could have done it in Cleveland. He could have. He could have. I think I think he ran from the comp a little bit because you don't want to have that mustard on your jacket for losing. But I also think Come on. 
You don't want to have that mustard on your jacket for losing. You see the mustard on his jacket for losing rings, right? That shit. And and Jordan won a dunk contest, and you never won a dunk contest. Like I can I can hear the fucking think pieces now. But what it is with Braun, it just never fucking it was never enough comp. And then when there was enough comp, he was still the draw. You never know who gonna come if LeBron say he gonna be in the dunk contest. You never know. He stopped like once people seeing Brian not doing it, motherfuckers like you know what? Like I would have loved to see D Wade in the dunk contest, but D Wade was a guy that was always banged up, injured or some shit. So I could understand why a guy like that would probably take a break during the All Star break. Like I ain't finna really do nothing but the All Star game. Cool, but Brian. Come on, bro. Freak of nature. Could have easily did the dunk contest. Easily. Easily done it. You think the nigga's just not creative? <laughs> like, is that the thing? Is he just is he just a great in-game dunker? No, I think it's what you said. Like, he 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 is about his image. Like, he do, but my thing is. At that time, if you'd have done a year three, year four, hell, year four, he had went to his first, or year three, went to his first NBA finals. You know what I'm saying? Like, so nobody killed LeBron after losing to the Spurs, bro. Like, nobody did this, bro. Nobody. Everybody did because he got swept. Nobody cared, bro. Yo. Bro, all right. Nobody cared, bro. It, it it was not even it wasn't even like social media like super out at that time at the time. Like nobody was killing him like that. The media wasn't killing everybody's kind of praising Brian for getting to the finals. He lost to a team that most people knew was a a, a small dynasty in the making at that time. Unstoppable. Like it was it was inevitable he was going to lose this series more than likely. It was inevitable. That shit was disgusting. Like, like nobody cared, bro. Like, so losing, and I don't, I can't really say he would have lost a dunk contest like that, bro. Like, because unless you telling me uh, a nigga like Vince Carter, like, oh, well, Brian finna do the dunk contest, I, I might do it too. Nigga like Vince could, could probably beat him, depending on, like, but that's old Vince at that time. Like, I don't. Nah, that, that era, that era where LeBron was. That those first three years, I think that was the Desmond Mason, Jay Rich battles, uh, and Jason Richardson. It, and Des- it is his moment, like in 01, 02. Like, I don't think he was even participating at that time. Jay Richardson participated way longer than he should have. Why did he? Him, Josh, then it moved to Josh Smith. Uh, then it was J.R. Smith and Birdman. They was both out there. Off the off the roids, off the roids. Like the dunk contest has seen a lot of great shit, but here's what they don't do today. I don't want, I don't want NBA representation in the dunk contest no more. Here's what I want: I want four captains. I want four captains to go on the internet and go find four of these internet dunking ass niggas and bring them to the all-star 
and whoever wins, we got money for your charity. Boom. You and your sponsor got a charity. We going to bless y'all with this money. That's what needs to happen. I literally watched the nigga jump like he was going to do an over-the-head tomahawk. He dribbles the ball mid-air, catches the ball after it dribbles off the ground, and still dunks that shit crazy. Now, this shit look excellent in slow motion. But if it's regular ass niggas out here doing shit like this, making fucking dunk mixtapes, this should be a very, very easy transition to keep it exciting. If I have to see a fucking NBA athlete jump over another fucking person again in my life, I'm going to jump off the roof, bro. How you going to jump over Shaq and use the leverage from your hand on his shoulder to jump over the nigga? You not even clearing the zone. I saw Jalen Brown make a midget sit down in a chair to jump over him. He didn't say stand up on the chair to make it look more difficult. No, sit down in the chair. Shout out to Kai Sinat. I feel it. I'm just still saying, though, man, like, again, this still boils down to, like, of course, we didn't, we, we, we didn't see them at every dunk a motherfucker could do. So, like, it still boils down to that. Why it's not super exciting but again it's just not the best players like that's participating in these things like the best dunkers truly participate in these things like it be guys we literally don't know fucking who the fuck is no you know what i'm saying (laughs) you talk about my son from the heat no i know who he is he (laughs) because A rookie, Jaime, uh, you know what I'm saying? He, he, Triple J. Triple J, like, is an up-and-coming rookie, you feel me? But, like, come on, bro. Like, Jacob Toppin, that's Obi's big brother. Like, everybody know who Obi Toppin is. He was with the Knicks, now he with the Pacers. His big brother, I didn't even know he had a fucking big brother in the league. I thought that nigga was a fucking orphan. Like, I was shocked the first 20 minutes of the joint. Exactly, bro. Oh, and he's wearing Obi's shoes from when Obi participated in the dunk contest. Like, stop giving Ernie these bullshit facts to try and connect some shit together because that shit was weak. It's yours. Kenny Smith. Kenny Smith took the edible early he took the edible on an empty stomach at like seven they on his back right now boy that shit was hilarious i never listened to the commentary and i just so happened to be in a location where i couldn't turn the volume off and just play some music and vibe out 
and I said, I know that's not Kenny Smith. Drunk Pardon live. But you know what happened? The same shit that happens every year. Charles Barkley goes out on Friday, gets crazy, parties hard, and he loses his voice on Saturday. Go replay the last couple Saturday night events where Charles Barkley be out there and he be sounding hoarse as fuck. So they learned. TNT learned them a lesson. Charles has Saturday off because we need Charles on Sunday. Kenny Smith will now have Saturday off. And he might have to piss in the cup before he step in the booth on Sundays. You're a girl. You can't shoot on 10-foot goals. <laughs> you a girl. They should make it even. You should shoot on the NBA ball. Like, yo, dog, you know we can hear you, right? He tripping, bro. He, he was off that shit. It might have been Booger Sugar. Might have been. It might have been, because... If I'm in Indianapolis for All-Star Weekend, I know, especially if I'm, like, famous enough to be there, I know the level of whore in that city is not enough for me. (laughs) So, (laughs) I'm just saying. So I got to get that white girl, you know what I'm saying? And I got to make these, I got to make best with these Nap City whores. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, never have the All-Star game in Indianapolis ever again. It should be, it should dead ass be a six to ten city rotation. Miami, Vegas, L.A., New York. Philly, D.C. You said, say them t- Say it again. Miami, mm-hmm. New York, mm-hmm. Vegas, mm-hmm. L.A., mm-hmm. Philly, D.C. I would say Chicago. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. My bad. Disrespect. My bad. My Pardon, pardon self. Pardon self. <laughs> <laughs> it's just cold out there. Like, fuck is y'all niggas doing in February? Like, shit. I, I swear to God, like February, bro. Whew. That's just a bad. I I ain't gonna lie. It's just a like you said. It's February, so it is just like rough to have it like anywhere where it's kind of like cold as fucking shit. It's gonna be rough. And hoes don't have jackets. But they coming outside. I promise you, out here in the city, boy, you <laughs> hoes hoes do not have jackets. Hoes hoes said anything with sleeves in a car equals a coat. Hey, outside. bro. They not playing. The ballers is in the city, not the regular ballers. The no, the the the. Hey, this ain't this ain't this ain't Kobe White. You hear me? You hear me? This ain't this ain't Kirk Heinrich. Mm-hmm. Nah, not Ben Gordon. Sit sit down, Ben. You got more. You got 
they, they, they got John Morant just dealt with a broke arm and shit. He just, Woo. oh, they coming Woo. out. Ja. Hey, I know that nigga had the pistol. I know you had the blicky in the cast. I know it in the sling. I seen it. And that bitch chilling. Next year, niggas going to Oakland. Not a fan. It's Cali though, man. Not a fan. Bay, man. The so Oakland is doing so bad with poverty right now that the first the first location, the first franchise of In and Out came from Oakland. Mm-hmm. They just shut their doors. Krispy Kreme open, shut their doors in ninety days. But 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 the, the arena not in Oakland though. No, no, the new Jones. The yeah. new Jones on the other side of the bridge, San Francisco. San Fran, right? So San Francisco, yeah. They they cross the bridge like full house. You know what I'm saying? Everywhere you look, everywhere it's a place. Somebody who needs me. me. <laughs> <laughs> I swear, them little fucking white girls was cute as shit, man. Oh me, but no, uh, I just, I shit, I ain't, I ain't gonna lie to you, shit. I ain't, I ain't, I ain't going out the nigga to unless I got that bag of some shit, nigga, man. Please, man. That nigga, San Francisco, nigga, it, a motherfucking, a motherfucking cheeseburger, probably $70, 75 motherfucking dollars or some shit out there, man. All them texts. Tech savvy motherfuckers out there. That's Silicon Valley, man. You you really gotta have that paper out there for real. You can't be out there. Like, like you might as well not even go. Like you already know the NBA players is cashing out. The 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 females is bougie as hell. That's that's the now you finna get some of them little them little hood rats from, from Oakland sliding crossing the bridge. They they definitely gonna I imagine all the hood rats from Oakland are going to look and talk like Marshawn Lynch. And I don't want no parts of that. You know what I'm saying? Shit. Sometimes you just got to run through a motherfucker face, cuz. Because right. I know I know if, if I don't get go get him, he going to go get me, cuz. Hey, cuz, I'm going to get hypey with them hoes. Let's get hyphy with them. I'm gonna get you know, dumb, dumb, dumb. Oh. Tell me when to go. <laughs> Tell me when to go. Me. <laughs> nah, uh, I looked up the the stadium, John, because you know Warriors fan through and through. Uh, I was I've never been more turned off by a sporting event ever. It was some weak ass game too, like fucking. Warriors versus the fucking Utah Jazz or the fucking like it was some weak shit. And I'm like, oh yeah, let me check these menus out. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, okay. They got the two for deal, two glizzies, two beers, seventy dollars. Yeah. <laughs> that motherfucking that motherfucking glizzy better come with a bitch. <laughs> I said, I first thing I looked at was the beer. I was like, "Yo, is this like a, is this a twenty four ounce beer or something? Like two twenty fours?" That bitch is a rate, 
a regular 12 ounce cup. <laughs> it was a 12 ounce in a plastic cup. And they wasn't the the Franks didn't even look like they was respectable Jones. Like it didn't look like the all beef Hebrew nation shit that you pay top dollar for. Nah, this is that that raccoon mix, pig snout, Oscar Meyer, combo meat, glizzy. On dollar store buns, nah, dog. Like, hey, one thing. My God, don't play about me. I do not play about the buns. All right? Pause if applicable. I don't care if it's a hamburger bun, a hot dog bun, a kielbasa bun. If it's not respectable, I'm putting hands on you. I don't care if you was my mama. Toast that bitch up. Hawaiian sweet rolls. Two beers and two hot dogs, G. Seventy dollars, G. We going to Outback or some shit before we even go to the game. I'm sneaking food in the blicky bag. You hear me? You understand me? I'm not. (laughs) I'm getting. I'm getting two Chipotle burritos, and I'm taking my pistol out of the blicky bag, and I'm putting the burritos in it. I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm not entertaining that. I ain't gonna lie to you, bro. I just can't do it, bro. I, I mean, shit, couple what that was, shit. It's like 2016. We went to a preseason game, the Bulls and shit. My homie had like the VIP suites and shit. <clears throat> it was like a couple of guys from the job and shit, about 10 of us. The motherfucking. For a six pack of Modelo, ninety dollars. I'm sorry, what? A six pack of Modellos, ninety dollars, bro. Nine no. fucking dollars, bro. No, I don't like that. Then maybe it was a, uh, maybe it was a. It was a misprint. You know what I'm saying? It was supposed to be like nine dollars. Cause that sounds that sounds accurate. Bro. Niggas got dyslexia. I looked at the motherfuckers. I'm like, I'm watching my homie you know. I'm like, wait. That's a fifteen dollar bill you drink. Boy, you about to drink that bitch. Carefully. Listen, not, not a drop. Not a man, not, listen. Not a drop. You gotta get all of that motherfucker on my life. I don't want no parts of that, though. And you can't even fucking, like, hey, uh, a 10, nah, what's the fucking math on that? Six, what's six divided by 90? Who fucking knows? $15? Hey, don't, you can't even go pee it out. You gotta hold that. You gotta hold that till we get back to the room. On my life. You gotta don't sweat either, nigga. Like, hey, if I see you niggas perspiring, <laughs> yo, sweat checking the nigga is crazy. Nigga bought a sixteen. It was four. I think it was fourteen dollars. Fifteen with the peppers, nacho. Ooh, fucking no meat on this bitch. Nothing. No meat in sight, pause. Come on, man. pause. This shit like outrageous, low key though. Like I ain't even, 
Like, I don't even want to sound like, because on, on one end, you sound like a broke nigga saying that shit. Like, but that shit just still unreasonable to me. Like, at the end of the day, bro, I don't even know fuck, bro. Like, that shit is super unreasonable, bro. And this shit made me pull up my receipts from when I went to the Saints game. I'm going to tell you. You went out there. I know you was acting. You know, you a bad bitch, dude. So I know you was out there like. Listen. No, no, go ahead. Speak my grace. Speak speak my praise. Speak high praise about me. So, knowing you, you were, you were by yourself? I was out there. I was out there. Dude, knowing I was I was out there. Knowing you, you the type of nigga probably spent at least 250 in that bitch. In the stadium? Yes. I'm disappointed, bro. It's yours. It's yours. The world is yours. Y'all want to see a dead body? You want to see a dead body? This nigga spent 400. Nigga, I spent... I spent... I spent 400 before I even saw my seats. This nigga. You hear me? I spent $400 before I even saw my seat. Outside the stadium. Pre-gaming. Before they open up the gates, what I'm going to do? I'm going to get two beers. I'm lit. I've been lit all day. I was at brunch, lit. Niggas played Boosie set it off at brunch. I lost my religion. I forgot I was Jewish. And niggas played Lil Wayne, sorry for the wait, at brunch. I was rapping with the MC. Like, like we was in the sandbox together. Like, like his mama and my mama is fake sisters. This nigga right here, man. Hundred five degree heat, no shade. Just a fat boy with the with the with the sweat cloth. You feel me? I feel you, my nigga. So I go. I put my jersey on. I pregame two beers. Cool. I get up in the stadium. My jersey's not respectable. All right? It's not respectable. I was disrespectful for even wearing it because, one, it's a Michael Thomas jersey. Two, it was one of them joints that I got from the Chinese bowl, and I knew it wasn't authentic. So I run to the store. Look for some jerseys. I wanted J-Mo John. Don't got it. I want a Cam Jordan John. Don't got it. Fuck Derek Carr. Fuck number four. We not fucking with him. Let me get that Alvin Kamara. They got it, but it's the white John. I don't want the white one. So it's between Chris Olave and Michael Thomas. How much is Jersey Coach? 180. Man. 180. He was out there. No, that's not the worst stuff. It gets worse. What's that, what, what my baby say? Uh, Flip myself. So then I go to the custom booth right next to the fucking store. Shorty. 
I need that custom. Mm. Last name. Mm. I just I just turned 40. We here celebrating that. Give me the number 40. Mm. She said, okay, spell your last name on this piece of paper. Me and my heart, I know that's somebody's grandma. But I immediately knew she couldn't read at that point. Mm. I knew. I knew she couldn't read. But that's somebody's grandma. So you got to respect it. Write it down on a piece of paper. Boom, boom. She said, all right, come back in a couple minutes. Came back in a couple minutes. She had it all laid out. But the O's was zeros. Mm. Noticeable difference. Hey, baby girl, <laughs> them is zeros, not O's. I need O's. And you missing a T, baby. What, what's going on? Is everything all right over here? She said, you know what? We don't even have all the letters. Mm. I said, that's cool. I said, so, like, what y'all going to do? Y'all going to go get the letters? She said, yeah, we can go get them. Write your address down right here. Write your email address down right here. I'm going to mail it to you. I'm touching on the letters, bro. This is authentic stitch, John. I'm thinking she's going to put my shit back on the machine. They're going to stitch the shit in there. I'm going to have me an official custom jersey with my name on the bike, my age on it. Like, I'm hype. I'm part of the team, my nigga. <laughs> Drop off that 220. Didn't blink. Did not blink. And then I had to go back. Let me make sure I gave this motherfucker the right address. Physical and email. Baby, read this back to me. Because this is $220. To our listeners, this nigga said he spent 400 before he sent the seat. I ain't even see the seat. I saw the grass. The grass was beautiful. High definition. Can't make this shit up. So you probably spent another two once you got inside that bitch, though. Oh no, no, no. Uh, my my receipts say I exceeded a stack. Oh my god, I exceeded a stack for the for the. But this is my entire day, though. This is my entire day, though. Not just the trip. Now the trip, we have four hundred. I ain't even sat down yet. Uh, boom, check it. Street tacos. Two more beers. Two more beers and street tacos, $48. But I got three sturdy street tacos and two beers for 48 bucks. Not mad at that at all. That's not too bad. I threw on the fresh Michael Thomas jersey. Fuck 12. Sorry, Chris Olave. We just not wearing 12. You got to change your number, player. So you bought two jerseys. Yeah, I bought the Michael Thomas jersey and I bought the custom joint. God. <laughs> you want to see a dead body? Like, yo, we are celebrating black excellence. You were celebrating those. <laughs> <laughs> so, boom, check it. Street tacos, two beers. Finish the tacos. Niggas is kicking warm ups. Like I'm there for the whole warm up session. Ain't nobody sitting in their seats. I'm at the I'm at the fucking fence. Yo, yo, yo. 
CJ Stroud, he walked past me, he said, you got on the wrong jersey, kid. I said, nigga, I'm old enough to be your father, but I ain't in jail. Eat a dick, nigga. And he gave me that look, and then nobody else on the Texans talked to me for the rest of the fucking day. Sounds appropriate. I think so. I think so. I think so. We're all living with the consequences of our actions. I'm lit. Two beers is done. Niggas is about to do the intros. I got the app in my phone. So they're sending me messages like, yo, hold your phone up for the next 12 minutes. We're going to make crazy lights go off and it's going to look crazy in the stadium. Cool story, bro. I'm going to go get these daiquiris. Got me two daiquiris. Two daiquiris cost me thirty-two dollars. The 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 fucking peanut man was walking by. I said, Playboy, ain't nobody eat no peanuts in here. Pause. You got some pralines though? And he damn sure did. I bought a bag of those. Cash. Twelve dollars. First quarter, second quarter, halftime. I'm on like the third, fourth bathroom break because of the beers, because of the daiquiris. Mo daiquiris, nachos this go round, and the super pretzel. And you know what? Give me one of them fucking big ass turnover chains with the Saints logo on it. How much that costs? $68? It's nothing but money. Swipe that motherfucking card. And here's where I said one of my most prolific statements. If you've ever been around me and we've all been inebriated and I was going to make bad financial decisions, I've said this line every single time. <laughs> yo, DJ, you got to chill out, bro. Yo, DJ, yo, is you sure you want that? DJ, that fucking ostrich burger costs $300. And my response every fucking time. Guess what? Next Friday, I'm going to get it all back. No matter what happens in my life, next Friday, I'm going to get it all back. I can do whatever I want to do. Thursday night at midnight, the reset button hits. On my entire life, and we back good again. <laughs> well, you know, I used to think just like that. Then I wound up <laughs> <laughs> be like, you know what? You know what I said? I'm finna, I'm finna go crazy. You feel me? I don't know if to get that look, that look. Hee hee. Next Friday will be back decent. Hee hee. Me. But then I then I lost that job. You hear me? <laughs> Damn, I ain't getting that reset this Friday. But no, I mean to each his own though, bro. Like, you know, for the most part though, like, don't get me wrong. When you in them type of environments, you just gonna spend a little bit more than you. You, you gonna live, like, at least I hope you would, you know what I'm saying? It's like, you gonna live, bro, like, you should live, and 
you know what I'm saying? But it is always better when you know, like, you can bounce back, you feel me? Like, it just make it that much easier. But, uh, nah, I mean, uh, I still think a lot of that shit just, I, that, that ain't what I'm probably going for the, to the game for, for the most part. Like I said, when I went to that little Bulls game, it was a preseason game. <clears throat> I actually didn't seen the GOAT up and close and personal play before, you know what I'm saying? LeBron? You saw LeBron? Oh, I seen Michael Jeffrey Jordan. You saw Isaiah Thomas? No, I didn't. I, I, I wasn't around for them type of games, uh, unfortunately. I you saw there. Magic? Nah, I seen him versus Phoenix. It was a regular season game, uh, 97. And then I seen... Him versus KG. Two Chicago legends. Uh, only one is a goat, and his name, his last name, rhymes with Arnett. Whatever you need to tell you. <laughs> but the most interesting thing about that that game, I think, was actually uh, me and my dad. Shit, we uh, we had hot dogs with the Temptations. They was performing there. We just fucking up them hot dogs with their ass. Oh shit! See now that's hype. See, I I'm about I'm about the memory. I'm about the experience. I'm gonna spend that bread for it. I promise you, every time. But you know that there is still though at the time. So like, don't nobody even know this the temptation. But my daddy, he like, God damn, it's Otis. Oh, ain't nobody coming to see you, Otis. Otis is the only motherfucker like that's alive from the original Temptations at the time, though. Man, everybody else done. Or oh, my man, when he was in a wheelchair. I think he still left us too. I think he left us early. Yeah, I think he died in '97. I think this was at the '98 game when we sent the Temptations. So I don't think Blue was here. I think it was just I know that was Otis because that's when my old man, like obviously the rest of these niggas is new niggas and shit. He seen Otis. He like, man, ain't you Otis? He was starstruck and shit. I ain't never seen my old man like that. Like, damn, this is a celebrity. Yo, you made a you made a superhero blush, nigga. That's crazy. You know I me, mean? I'm like, damn, this nigga don't never. You know what I'm saying? We chopping it up with they. Yeah, they we fucking up the my, my dogs was, was fairly cheap back then because I think we had like two or three of them motherfuckers. Me and the old man, you know what I'm saying? The curly fries, we fucking them bitches up. You know what I'm saying? So, shit, that, 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 that was, like, the dopest memory, shit. Like, we had some good-ass seats, like, center court. You know what I'm saying? My old man took me to a fucking... That nigga took me to a fucking Carl, Carl Malone. Carl Malone, I want to say it was, like, Jazz versus the Hawks type shit. And... Carl Malone was, that was my guy back then, before the filth. Like, Dream Team, I had the Carl Malone poster on the wall doing the fly Carl Malone dunk, you know, the hand behind your head shit. Uh, and he took me, he took me to one of those, and that was it. Like, we seen that nigga, yo, Mount Man. And, you know, he waved at niggas and shit. He was mad sweaty with the fucking Jerry Curl Mexican hairstyle shit. Uh, Aren't today you an anti-Carl guy? Uh, I'm not an anti-Carl guy. You see, and y'all y'all know me because y'all pop with me. I forgive those generational sins. <laughs> <laughs> we 
we're getting canceled. No, 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 no. You just got to look at it through those glasses. We all got that uncle that you was told explicitly to stay away from at the function. Yo, yo, Uncle Johnny. Hey, don't let me catch all over there with Uncle Johnny behind the trees in the bushes. All right, cool. Nobody ever questioned it. Hey, man, just don't fucking be around Uncle Johnny because you don't want to hear shit. And when you grow up, you find out that Uncle Johnny like to touch little boys' buttholes. They knew it. And their only defense was to stay for you to stay away from Uncle Johnny. Not for fucking Uncle Johnny to not get the invite. Now you write about that part. Like that's the black trauma for sure, right there. Like right. just tell the kid not to go by him or whatever, but like, nah. Like, I ain't never really known about that type of shit. And like, in my family, like, what we have, like you said, them generational things where a motherfucker, like, might have touched a girl, not necessarily like the little boys, but like, then definitely fuck them girls, though. Like, he like young girls and extra, extra sweet. Come sit on, sit on cuz lap. Hey, when you was little, and it was it was young girls around, and somebody would say, "Hey, y'all, people coming over, y'all go get decent. Mm-hmm. Y'all put some clothes on, cause so and so's coming over. What well, is my house, G? Why I gotta put clothes on? Because this motherfucker coming over. Definitely. And if if you worried about this motherfucker seeing me with." comfortable attire on why is you allowing them in our space that's what you thinking today facts but back then that was just passed down trauma that's just passed down trauma just like getting your ass whooped i'm never gonna look at nobody from my parents generation and even like shit you give you give a 10 year swing on my age bracket if you was whooping your kid's ass physically in excess, I ain't even going to, hey, you don't know no better. Now, if you 22, whooping your kid's ass physically, I'm going to pull you to the side and be like, hey, you know, you know we got better ways to handle this, right? You know you hurting the situation more than helping the situation, right? And if you still choose to do it, hey, my nigga, rock out. But I got to tell you, if I know you young, but if you old, hey, (laughs) that's just generational. I'm not going to say ignorance because I feel like that's the wrong word, but that's just generational blind spots. I mean, you shouldn't go get a switch and beat your child. Or like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, like old school, old school, like. No matter what, like you, you know, like you finna walk to the, through the door to an ass whooping back in the day. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, and it's fucked up because it be premeditated. You know what I'm saying? Teacher been called home on your ass. It's premeditated. You know, like some like nigga, dope. niggas was stewing on that ass whooping all day, waiting for you to come oh, home. You, you, you like. You damn that want to do some more shit now. At this point, I'm in the crib. I already know what's going on. 
I'm finna be on punishment, all type of shit. Like you, you I'm just, confessing to everything. Yeah, I'm finna just light it up now. Yo, you know who broke the lamp in '89? I did that. That was me. Mm-hmm. Dead ass. Yeah, hey, guess guess who been eating the ravioli and not putting the aluminum foil back on the top? <laughs> I did that. I'm taking hits from my brothers and sisters just because it's not gonna get no worse than where we at right now. But 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 you know a lot of these like they breaking a lot of these generational traumas to a degree. But I don't think the whooping like like I don't think whooping ever hurt a kid for real though. Like you gotta whoop these kids. I ain't saying beat them. I'm saying, like, I always been the parent. If I catch you in the act doing something, that's when you get in the ass whooping problem. I ain't going to have you. I, I don't think you should whoop a child before they go to school and as soon as they walk through the door from school type shit. Like, that's traumatizing to me a little bit right there. Like, how you expect that child to have a good day and you just fuck them up before he went to school? Like... You know what I'm saying? Or her, whatever. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and the same thing coming home. Like, you, you will have a kid just ready to run away as soon as they get home out of school. Like, man, I, I'm I'm tired of these ass whoops as soon as I walk through the door because I fucked up. Like you said, at that point, it's other ways. I'm going to just take shit from you because we ain't have much to take back in the day. Motherfucker take that game and it's over with. That TV, you done. Oh, nigga. Get nigga, that. I can't even... Listen, my my brother and I, we grew up in the same house and in two different houses all at the same time. Mm. Because that nigga was so bad, we didn't even share a room most of my childhood. Mm. That nigga got the guest room, and it was officially called the punishment room. Damn. I remember I fuck around the whole the whole year of fourth grade. Fourth my mama's signature, the whole school year. Niggas called me on the last day. Called the crib early, knew it was coming. Cool. After recess, I forgot about it. Get off the school bus. Everybody say, hey, what? DJ, yeah, DJ, go DJ, we love you. And I'm walking down the hill happy. And my the fucking the blinds was open in the living room and I was like, damn, I can see this nigga sitting on the couch. My brother in the backyard, he got suspended a week ago for fighting. That, that, that nigga been living on Pel- Pelican Bay. You feel me? <laughs> that nigga, that nigga's in Guantanamo, Hey, shout out to California because that nigga's a real one. And I walk in the house and this nigga sitting on the game, and he had the brown extension cord with the knot drawn up on one side. The shit was like the craziest set of nunchucks I ever dealt with in my life. Mm. Hey, hey, big guy. How was your day of school today? Rest in peace, my pops. But hey, big guy, how was your day of school today? And it was like, damn, this ain't this nigga going to be fake about it, too? My nigga, I, I fucking took that ass whooping like a pro. N- nigga woke up. I promise you this. This is no exaggeration. There was no electricity in my room. Damn. My nigga went to the circuit breaker and cut the electricity off to my room. It get lonely. 
I'm not even going to fucking take the heavy ass big back television out of here. Oh. I'm just going to fucking turn off all the electricity in this room. Get along. Man, sitting in that bitch with comic books and Encyclopedia Britannicas. I'm not even 40 years old today because of that summer. Because punishment wasn't over until August. My birthday was canceled that year. You know what I got for a birthday gift? A nigga gave me a peanut butter and jelly sandwich instead of a bologna sandwich. Happy birthday, little nigga. I'm still disappointed in you. Like, golly, bro. You take this shit to heart. Like, who hurt you? But I can't hold you. That peanut butter and jelly was right. I, I can't lie. I was spoiled, man. Like, when that type of shit, when I... I was spoiled because I ain't had to, my, like, my old man wasn't no everyday dad. He was just a providing ass type of nigga, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I I would always say, like, him and my mama were never really in no real relationship in my eyes, but, like, they still co-parented, you know what I'm saying? And we did, still did weird shit, like, we would go out of town together, but it's like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I might not see him for three, three, four days or some shit. But, like, if I needed something, now that's something different. You know what I'm saying? And it'd be days, like, I just, you know, you a kid, you don't even notice the shit till you get older, like, teenager-wise. Like, when you a little kid, you don't really notice the, your daddy not around every day, every day. Because it was a lot of kids' daddies went around every fucking day. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, like, you don't notice it. You just know your mama always here. So, shit. Like, when I would get in trouble in school, which wasn't till high school for the most part, like, shit. But when I started getting in trouble, though, it was like dealing with the the emotional wrath of a woman. Like, like my mom would, I'd never forget she hit me in the fucking face with the yellow page book. Like, as soon as I walked through the door, bam! Like, gee. Do you know how thick the motherfucking yellow? You remember them yellow pages, but that motherfuckers was thick as hell, bro. That motherfucker was like eight hundred pages. But like, that's just like I don't know. Like that was just the shit I was dealing with. Like far as like whoopings and shit. Like I used to get them, but it wasn't like how I would think. You know what I'm saying? Like it wasn't no real premeditated. Like I used to see my homies get them premeditated ass whoopings. They scared as hell. I'd be like, damn. Y'all over here scared. I'm like, man, man, shit. You know I got suspended. I'm trying to. I already know my mom finna be home at 4.15, bro. She just left the school. Mama had to take off work early. Go clock back. <laughs> oh, it was bad. See, I had a mama that wasn't working. So she just at the crib smoking a Virginia Slim waiting on my black ass. Mm-mm. Nope. Nope. Mm. Nope. See that it was always well. I mean, we was last. We was latchkey kids, so it was either niggas at the house or niggas ain't at the house at all. <laughs> like it was. It was like yo, there's you are supervised and you ain't got to worry about shit. Or hey, you tough nigga. 
shit. <laughs> you tough. Hey, nigga, you tough. Hey, four, five days in the crib, and you six, and he eight? Y'all good, nigga. I, I, I'm, see, I'm the oldest grandchild, so I, it was definitely a lot of them days. You know what I'm saying? Them days was fire. Oh, I, I can't wait. I can't wait to pop with my brother and talk about that shit because that shit was lit. Now, it's a downside to it because it did like it came with like them heavy ass whoopings was heavy ass whoopings and it and and it's funny because since my father passed, we we're talking about this shit and this nigga's just like, yeah, I really feel like this nigga didn't like me and it's like nah. And I'm thinking about this shit, and I'm like, damn, maybe the nigga didn't like me either, because I got the same kind of ass whooping, just at a lower clip, because I watched you stumble. Oh, that's how you got caught? (laughs) Won't catch. That's like me getting caught, bro. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Like, I'm so close to the situation. Me watching you get caught helps me never get caught. Huh, that's crazy. Cool. But when I caught when I caught a bad one, I caught a bad one. When he caught a bad one, he caught a bad one, and we just we just caught him, and and we have different experiences about him. But yeah, that childhood trauma shit. Hey, sometimes some of these kids you gotta put hands on them. This is facts. Some of them you gotta put hands on them. They, I, I, most of them do, cause like I, ain't, I, ain't, I just don't think ain't nothing gonna hurt, like by legitimately having a valid reason to you you like then told your child over and over some shit don't do this don't do this and now you study you gotta tell him or tell her whatever like then yeah it's time nope 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 because if the hands don't work if the hands don't work now we gotta go get a third party involved who's the third party but you need some medicine, nigga. You need some behavioral modification medicine. You need to talk to a counselor. You need to do like, hey, I will. If the hands don't work, if one, I got a daughter. So me just saying like, yo, that shit is mad disappointing. I'm mad disappointed because girls, girls grow up to be pleasers for to to their fathers. They grow up to be pleasers to their mothers and fathers. So the guilt behind some disappointment can usually straighten a girl out. Boys, they're challengers. Especially when they hit that that puberty phase. It's like, yo, I it's 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 always nature versus nurture once they hit puberty. All the shit you raised me on my whole life. <laughs> A nigga told me outside that that shit was wrong. So I'm listening to that nigga. I tell my kids outside. (laughs) And the ass whooping ain't going to fix that. Like, if imagine, imagine going to the country and trying to whoop some of those white people ass after Jim Jones gave a speech and was giving motherfuckers the Kool-Aid. You'd have just wasted your breath. You'd have just wasted your muscle mass swinging on niggas. When a young boy goes through puberty, nature becomes the new nurture, and it replaces everything. Now, nature is going to do what nature does, and nature is not going to be there for you. Growing up your whole life, if you had siblings, your parents told you, 
Look at your sibling. That's your best friend. Not those people in the street. They don't care about you. Nobody gets that until the people out in the street really ain't there for you. Nobody gets that until then. You join the gang, you think these niggas is down with you for life, and then they not. You hanging tough with some niggas, and then y'all get pulled over, and it's a pistol and dope in the car, and everybody is saying, it's not mine, so all four of y'all's courtside for two years. Those ain't your friends. Your parents been telling you this shit your whole life. And the coolest shit about being a parent to me today is when I can say some shit and, you know, she give me the, yeah, 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 old man. Ha <laughs> ha. Of course they're not my friends because you don't like them. No, because I had a friend just like that. But go ahead, cook, shorty. <laughs> Six months later, something crazy happens. Oh, my gosh. She did blah, blah, blah. And it's like we were never friends to begin with. And I'd be wanting to fucking my nigga. I tell you, that's that's my biggest flex. I might not be able to restrain myself financially. But in that moment where I be having a chance to hit a motherfucker with that, I told you so. And all my Jewish ancestors, hold me back. Hold me back now. And they don't let me say a shalom Sabbath. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to to the Jews, though. Uh, (laughs) But that's, that's that shit to me. Because later on, when the healing happens, after the hurting, the healing happens. And my baby comes to me and she's like, yo, yo, you, you know, you be right sometimes. I'm sorry. I be right sometimes about what? Yo, you told me your girl wasn't my friend. Yo, she really wasn't my friend. Yo, you be right sometimes. How you be knowing so much? So now it's not even me just giving advice. I got to tell you about my shit. I got now I got to tell you about my shit. and." Being a parent, that's fun. Telling your kid about your shit is fun because it's like it's like Greek mythology. It's like Norse mythology. Like when you hear niggas talk about how Zeus was getting his shit off, killing kids, fucking his 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 uh his new wife, Hera, is fucking with Hercules, his half-breed side kids, like that shit is fire listening to it. That's exactly how your kid hears your life experience. They hear it. It don't sound like no shit that's true, but it might be true. And somewhere deep down in all this, it's a lesson. And that shit fire. And and then the other the other side of the coin, you get to build with your parents. Nigga, why you ain't why you ain't go to college? Why you ain't do this? You start talking to your parents like that, and you start getting knowing these motherfuckers like human beings. Like, oh shit. Oh shit, you couldn't go to college because you had your parents was broke? That's crazy. So why you never saved up for me to go to college? Oh, because you didn't know no better. Because you made it. <laughs> 
and you just thought I would make it. That's crazy. That's, that's deep. But me, I am got money saved from my gear to go to college because I ain't made it, but it was hard. You know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't, I ain't saying I'm going to carry a nigga all the way through college because some of these kids treat college like a new career. This is true. But I, but I got something for you. Hey, if I ain't got nothing on the tuition, I'm going to support you while you in college. What you got? $600 worth of books? I got you. As much as I would like for my kid to go to college, bro, like, I'm of the mindset just, if you, if it's really meant to be, you're going to get a scholarship. That's how I think. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you, bro. But you got to facilitate that, too. I mean, you got to make that a priority if that's truly what you, because I'm, I'm still of the mindset, like, again, like, your parents shouldn't have to make you want to go to college. Like, I can introduce you the idea, which I think most parents try to do, like, throw that idea out there, like, hey, you know, I really would like to see you go to college, you know, especially if you didn't go. Like, like a lot of times we, you know, it's unfortunate. You, you, some parents do kind of like try to live their their lives or what they missed out on through their kids to a degree. So, yeah, hundred percent. So, of course, I would want to see my child go to college because I know I didn't go to college, and I do know, like, I feel like I missed out not just because I didn't get a degree, but I just think that's a dope ass experience, though. Like, just especially if you're going away. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just think it's 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 a dope ass experience, and, and I would like to see my child, you know what I'm saying, have that experience because you see some of these fraternities and networking, and because that's what this era, for the most part, is kind of based on. So, like, I would I would think it's not a bad thing, but also I just think it's something you should earn because it it, it puts a lot on your parent if you don't be successful. If you, you know what I'm saying? If it don't work out. If you drop out. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? You got to have some skin in the game, too. Exactly. 100%. You got to have some skin in the game, too. Yo, I it, tuition tuition's 20. I'm going to get you 10, but you go get the the loans, the fucking whatever it is, the anything else you need for the other 10. And I'm going to support you during this time. But next year, you got to go get a loan for the whole freight. You got to go get a loan for the whole 20. That's it. I'll still support you throughout. But let's talk about what that support looks like. Because like me, I was a working adult through school. I worked all through school. Uh, My father was fucked up in the game. So senior year, I got money all through school. I got to check every month for a stack. And they put 10 stacks in my hand. And I still worked two jobs my whole senior year. Like, I worked like I was broke. So when it was time to go to school, and I said, yo, I need some I need some help with the money. I need some help with the blah, blah, blah. Yo, I ain't got it. Did you apply for this? Did you do this? Did you do that? Nah, I ain't know I needed to. (laughs) 
nigga, I didn't know you wanted to go to school. Like, so we're we're both flabbergasted. <laughs> so I started having the conversations with my kid early. But I knew if she wanted any kind of scholarships, the transcript got to be clean. I'm talking clean. She's been doing community service for years. Getting motherfuckers to sign off on shit, recognition letters. Hey, go do that shit. When she sent me a mission, yo, dad, I need you to do this. (laughs) And I need you to do it like before Friday. All right, cool. As long as niggas ain't asking to see my W-2s, I got you. Please don't ask to see my W-2s. All right? It's yours. <laughs> you want to see a dead body? That's what's going to happen if you ask to see my W-2s. It's not going to be pretty. I'm I'm going to pull out the blicky out the blicky bag. But I, I think our generation, because of the internet, we're better. I think we have more information. I think we spread information faster. And I think we fucking handle business a lot better. You know, they said it's an uptick in kids with autism in the last 10 years. I don't think so. I just think we didn't know niggas was autistic back in the 80s. That's possible. You had that fucking cousin that was different. I'm talking different, different, like non-verbal, non, non, non-physical. Like that nigga, y'all was playing basketball. That nigga was sitting on the porch with Hot Wheels, and he was older than you. Like we all got that cousin that was different. Maybe he had epilepsy or some shit like that. Nah, that nigga was autistic, and he was overstimulated, and then he broke out into a seizure. That's what it is. You know what I'm saying? Poor communication skills bad eye contact, like all this shit that niggas is reading off this list talking about these are signs of autism. One, I'm looking at myself different. I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> hey, nigga. Just explain a lot about you, don't it? <laughs> <laughs> but my, my eye contact, A1. Even with the lazy jaw, my eye contact is A1. I mean, autism definitely real. We know that, but I just still think, still like those 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 things are still more telling, like you said, more now than ever. But but still, it's a lot of kids that's just raised to kind of like I don't know, bro. Like really be, you know, like. I don't know, like a lot of these women still kind of like, you can't say nothing to my child and you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know, I'm just, I guess I'm speaking from like a more of a observing standpoint, you know what I'm saying? Just Well, but that's, that's generational trauma because you had anxiety as a kid, you had panic attacks as a kid. But Grandma said you was having a spell and to get him some cold water or put one of them frozen spoons on his neck or on his face and he'll feel better in a minute. Put a cold wash rag on him. Yeah. Hey, guess what? When I'm having an anxiety attack, a cold shower does the trick every fucking time. But you know what does the trick even better? Me going to therapy. 
me taking my medication, me not putting myself in situations where I'm going to overly panic and stress out. Like, that's the bag, grandma. But grandma didn't know because they never they never went to the doctor for themselves. You think they was taking your black ass to the doctor? Hell no. They, they got a motherfucking remedy for that shit. Man, hell yeah. A remedy. My daddy got in a car crash and broke ribs, spitting out blood. This nigga was laying on the couch with the ace bandage on him. Not an x-ray in sight. <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> Think he broke some ribs. He's spitting up blood. Hmm. Me at my big age of 40, looking up. What's it look? What's it mean when you spit up blood and it's black and it looks like coffee grounds? Means you got internal bleeding and you should go to the hospital immediately. Fucking expeditiously. <laughs> like, you mean to tell me niggas was risking a motherfucker's lives because they thought some ace bandage that wasn't even wound up tight would fix the issue? Yes. Yes. That's 100%. Because we're not going to make no new bills because we ain't got no money to pay for the new bills. And if you go to the doctor, they're going to tell you something's wrong. And then you're going to die. Instead of just dying in your sleep or falling out in a grocery store, you're going to have the knowledge to know that you're going to die, and that's going to make shit weird for everybody around you. Shout out to the generation. (laughs) (laughs) I promise you, that's fire. I could talk about this shit all day. Likewise. I mean, I'm scared, though. It's just, again, it's like, Got a son growing up in this climate, like you know what I'm saying? It's 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 scary, you know what I'm saying? Just because everything just it it's, it seems like it's so easy. Like it it appears that it's so easy, I guess, for these kids, you know what I'm saying? But it's really not, bro. Even though like it's like they 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 almost give them a cheat code, I guess, in my opinion. Like, you see it and it seems like you could just be anything, but without, they don't put the work in. That's the scary part. Like, we had to put the work in. You know what I'm saying? If you really didn't put work in, it shows today. Um, well, 100% it shows if you didn't, if you didn't put the work in or if you took some shortcuts. Uh, but that's only if money is not your shortcut. Because if money is your shortcut in the beginning, money gonna be your shortcut the whole way through. But, but and and that's an acceptable shortcut. That's what I was gonna say. Like it's just like what is like the end of the day. Like you know, you do the shit for the money. You know what I'm saying? Like, but. But also you do it, like I ain't gonna say necessarily when you young, you just think shit lasts longer than what it be than what it, it, it really be type deal. You know what I'm saying? Like you you man, when you in your your your, your teenage twenties, your early twenties and shit like that, you just thinking like, man, I got time. You know what I'm saying? That's where a lot of us, you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna speak for myself, but in, in others to a degree, a lot of us like get get complacent at. Cause time wait on nobody. 
You know what I'm saying? That shit ticking, it's moving. And but in the moment, it just feel like shit. Like you, you might have celebrated your birthday. Like, damn. You don't be thinking like, I'm finna be 24. But like when you get 30, you like, damn, nigga finna be 31 next year. Damn. Like it all makes sense now. And see, I think I think they do that. I think the younger generation does that a little bit too much. Because because of the internet. So I say it all the time. Shout out to Jay. Shout out to Cheese. I say that the internet makes the world smaller. So now, like, the young kids see everybody's highlight reel. And they think that's life. They see the IG John. Look at me with my new car. Look at me with my new apartment. Look at me going out to fancy dinners on vacation. But Shorty didn't post that before she got the new apartment. She was sleeping in a car for two weeks. She didn't post that before she went on vacation. She didn't pay none of her bills, and she's coming home to some problems. Like, you just see everybody's highlight reel, and you think that's their life. So the young kids, they start talking about, I need to figure out what I'm going to do with my life at 19. Like, it's, like as soon as they graduate, and it's almost, uh, I don't want to say, I don't want to say stupid, but it's just very impetuous for them to try and solve the plan before they even live life. Like, I'm a military brat. So I knew like the benefits of security and having a job that's going to pay you every two weeks. You know, the shit your parents talk about, a nice government job with the union that can't let you loose. You know, that, that cool shit. Nigga, I still chase my dreams for damn near 10 years. My word. I chase the vibes. I chase the vibrations like, yo, because I got to live before I sit down and do this secure, guaranteed paycheck every two week nonsense. Because that won't live into me. And little did I know, I'm probably living better now than I was when I was chasing my fucking dreams. Shout out to the fucking gang, nigga. You want to see a dead body? (laughs) Shout out to being fucking wealthy. Shout out to the world being yours. Whose world is this? The world is yours. The world is yours. It's mine. It's mine. Whose world is this? It's yours. You motherfucking right. Sorry, that, that just felt like a fucking call out for my soul. My soul was like, nigga, we don't use coupons no more. That's a lick a gunshot for Big Pop in heaven. <laughs> but, I, but I still eat gas station food and corner store beef patties if they spicy uh, with the cocoa bread. Shout out, shout out to the gang. I definitely still eat that shit. For sure. Like for sure, man. we got we got to talk about your city, man. I've been watching the bear. 
You said you've been watching The Bear? Yeah, I've been watching The Bear. Why you been watching The Bear? Because it won all these awards. So I had to, like, watch this shit. I got, like, yo, what does niggas keep ranting and raving about? So I stopped being poor or I stopped being disenfranchised. I got Hulu with no commercials. And I sat down and I gave this show some time. Great fucking show. I don't really see a lot of Chicago in it. Uh, because it's basically focused on the restaurant. But they keep talking about this Italian beef, bro. Bro. Italian beef is a hit, bro. I've had some. I've had some, but I, I gotta have some from Chicago. So is this beef, this bear restaurant in Chicago, or is that all TV? I don't even know what you're talking about, like, far as that show. Um, I told you though, like we 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 got we got some hidden gems, of course. Like you know what I'm saying, but like I would say the the average person in Chicago has at least been to Portillo's and got a beef. You know what I'm saying? Like Portillo's is like a staple, like they like a staple restaurant. So like you know what I'm saying, and and yeah, they pretty they pretty fucking good. Then you got Bonner. Bonner beef, <clears throat> they pretty good. I I still pref- prefer Portillo's. Then you got some hood spots that make a good beef. You know what I'm saying? You know, so it's just it all depends. Like you got you got Al's beef. Like it's it's a couple of spots I could definitely, you know, what I'm saying recommend a few for sure. But it's definitely uh. It's just like a, it's a, it's a can't miss type of sandwich, you know what I'm saying? It just don't miss, like especially if you go to one of the right locations, it's, you just can't miss. Well, um, I'm fucking because Saturday, yeah, I gotta check my calendar. Saturday, I'm in Vegas, Las Vegas. Uh-huh. Uh. <laughs> I'm either going to revive the YouTube channel for the pod or I'm making a new one. And the first thing I'm putting up there, as usual, is going to be the food that I enjoy when I'm out in these streets. So you're going to have to get your camera game up, take us through the streets of Chicago, Best spots, overrated spots, give us a food tour. Uh, because I know for sure I'ma have at least one day in Vegas where I'm eating some shit I ain't supposed to be eating, and I'm gonna have my camera available to witness this. At least one day, maybe two, but at least one. Uh and then, you know, I got some trips. I'm going back down to Texas in March. And and I made plenty of fucking I made plenty of content last time I was in Texas, nigga. I was in Whataburger at like three in the morning. I ain't gonna hold you, nigga. They got this shit called spicy ketchup. Shit hit. Man, that shit changed my life. And I'm already 
a salt, pepper, ketchup, nigga. I'm already going to put salt and pepper in the ketchup. But to do that with this spicy ketchup, next level. Changed my life. I was literally telling niggas today, like, yo, I'm bringing a suitcase so I can go to the store, buy this fucking spicy ketchup that y'all niggas is famous for, and bring it back to the crib. Also, some of that salsa verde that your grandma makes, tell her I need a gallon. You hear me? Keep it on ice. The king's coming home on the 18th. I'm Tell her to keep the salsa verde on ice because I'm coming home and I need that. I need parts. My life been trash since I left Texas back in July. I ain't going to hold you. And I done <laughs> been to many other places. So that only means one or two things is going to happen. I'm moving to Texas. Or I'm just going to be a frequent flyer to Texas every month. Like, I need to be in Texas to enjoy these vibrations as much as I'm at my mama's house. Once a month I go to mama's, once a month I go down to Texas. Like, it's got to be that equal of a trade-off. That equal. And that's brazy. So let me ask you this. I, I asked a female this today. She replied how I think most females would reply. Do you think it's easier? Like far as opportunities. Like let me let me say it this way. I'm gonna say it the same way I asked her. Who would you say have more resources today? The average woman or the average man? Uh what type of resources? Just the typical resources that you would, you know what I'm saying, think of in this situation. Women. And it's not even close. <laughs> Thank you. That's it's not would, even close. That's what I would think. Because men are, men have to fall down to learn. You got to skin your knee to learn. You got to hit your head on the glass ceiling to learn. You're going to struggle for a long time and keep it to yourself. And then somebody's going to see you struggling and say, bro, man, did you know you only make $22,000 a year and, and you can get food stamps too? What? Like, you say what? What I got to do? Oh, you just got to go get this paperwork. And now you're going to struggle because the paperwork going to give you anxiety. You ain't even got all the shit that they're asking you to get. So you got to go collect that. And how many men can conduct themselves in a professional manner to obtain something from somebody else where the process is slow, where the process don't work right, where you got to wait on hold for hours. Niggas don't have that level of patience. Or organization. Niggas don't have either. They, the main thing they don't have, though, is, like, bro, it's just, it's, 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 like, really, as a man, bro, if you, if you, like you said, $20,000, $30,000, you know what I'm saying, a year or whatever, which is, 
I, I ain't gonna say that's most people. I think that's that's not ideal for sure. You know what I'm saying? I think the average person, I think making about forty, fifty thousand, maybe something like that. Like, like that's like the threshold or whatever for most for most men. And I think. I think the average man just is limited because of social media, obviously, because women are now just more accessible than ever. Like a girl told me, she like, y'all just got to suck that shit up. It's just what it is. It's like, oh, okay. This is why I encourage all young men. You know what I'm saying? All our young, young men listeners, I encourage you to just focus on your fucking bag. Mm. <clears throat> you focus on your back because it's just, it's just, it's just like at the end of the day, bro. You, you can't lose focusing on your back. You focus on a woman trying to build with her, build her up, whatever. Women's standards consistently change, especially in today's society. They could they change every other week. I just seen so and so. I seen Young Miami. I seen Cardi B them. They ooh that shit looks so fun. Or oh, I seen this girl. She only got to be that. She could just see another female friend or somebody she grew up with or went to high school with rather or some shit. Just living a lifestyle that she thinks she deserves to live. And, and that's the problem. These women today are more entitled than ever. So the average woman wants something that's super unrealistic. They want the perfect nigga. Um, Even if they don't get the perfect nigga, right? The potential is less optional. You say, say it again? Potential is less optional. Yeah. But that goes from that goes from the war stories, though. That goes from somebody jumping on the internet saying that they dated a nigga with potential for 12 years, and after 12 years, the nigga with potential did you dirty. And then you go run to the comments, and it's 27,000 comments sharing the same sentiment. So now it's groupthink. See, just like earlier when we were talking about the generational gaps or the generational lenses and we said that the internet has made us smarter, what you're talking about is how the internet has made us dumber. Mm -hmm. How the internet has changed standard behavior and made it somewhat transactional. Exactly. But are these people a victim of are these people a victim of their circumstance or do they truly believe it? That's what you gotta fish through with each person. It's hard though with these women these days, like because again like 
people, you know, people don't want to hear this shit, but it's the truth. Women are followers. You know what I'm saying? They want a nigga to lead them. So naturally they followers. But they they the problem is like they got this empowerment movement going on with the women where like if you a man with standards, you're a misogynist or you're a fucking insecure man. Like there but I'm 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 of the mindset, which is why I'm like just I'm not really trying to be with no woman no more. Like I see why Polly is in right now because like for like these women nowadays, bro, like like at the end of the day, they're more accessible. And 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 if you're if you got any type of social media, you you already got like one foot above a nigga because a nigga can have a social media, but unless he's truly like in this rare category of the the ten percenters, where you really really making that bag, and even if you're making that bag, it's it's a little deeper because again, women are unrealistic. They they see things on the on, on on social media, and they don't understand like again like when you when a woman when a woman is like. <laughs> They don't want to hear these things. I'm just say it. Like a woman fucking around on her man, it's like the relationship is over essentially. Mm, that's because men can't deal with that. But you cooking? It, it's it's both. Women women can't deal with it because she done pre-selected this nigga already. She done made it up in her mind. This nigga might be better than my nigga. Rather that be sexually, which is worse, obviously. Like once a motherfucker laid the pipe down on you better than your nigga, you're done. You're cooked. Done. Cooked. Unless this nigga just don't have no type of life. He just a nigga that's just not on shit at all in life. He just but more than likely he a nigga that got something going on for himself. Hopefully, if you a decent female, you just went because he just Whatever he 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 had that swag about him. He had all all that shit. Like I would hope that you didn't go because you seen the dick pic and you like, oh shit, that's a big ass dick. Like I would hope you didn't go for that. Like I hope he just whining and dined you off your motherfucking feet because we want bad times. But again, it's pre-selected. Women emotional creatures. They they operate off of that. Men don't operate off of that. Once a woman get dominated by another man like unless he just not shit even then it's still like if i found out about it i can't really fuck with you the same because i don't care that he not better than me I, the fact that you either bent over or he was between them legs beating that shit in to a degree is enough for me it's enough but is that ego is that ego or is that really just like it's both you cross the limits like oh bitch i can't believe you did this to me it's ego and it's it's like you gave up on me. like when a nigga cheat a nigga ain't really giving up on this female a nigga it's 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 more like and and that's why i say like females don't say you misogynist and all this shit but it's just the truth like in 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 too many niggas 
Ain't no nigga ever left his bitch because another bitch fuck him better. Like, like I ain't gonna say never, right? More than likely, you just not doing that. If your bitch a good bitch, you not doing that. And I don't even want to say that because we're gonna get canceled. Man, if your girl's a good woman, you know what I'm saying? Like, you just not gonna leave her like that, bro. Like, like because this we understand the other intangibles and we and I say this tongue in cheek but I feel like we can see through the facade better than women can like women got women's intuition and sometimes that intuition be intuitioning like a motherfucker but but I feel like men like they just know what a chick about. Oh shit! So this is how it was. Oh, I spent some time with you. I've been at your crib. Oh, I decoded some of the, some of the shit you be saying in your in your text message by how your day goes. Blah blah blah. Like I think we're just observant to the level where we can see through the bullshit, and it's just always eighty twenty to us. But men will consistently betray the 80 for that 20. I disagree with that. Nah, men will consistently do that because the 20 to us is never weighted like 20 on the plate. Because the chase, the experience, the attention, the ego stroke, in the moment, that 20 be feeling like a strong 50. Maybe even maybe even just a 40, right? Because at home still gonna be at home and you never gonna leave at home. But that, but that shit varies from 40 to 49 percent. But but that shit that happened in like that's what I'm saying. Like, you know what I'm saying? I fuck with Tyler Perry, but then like I fuck I don't fuck with some of the scripts, bro. Cause bro, like that shit that happened on that diary with mad black woman, bro. That shit don't really be happening like that, bro. Ain't no way in fuck man hit a whole family. And nobody knows, bro. No. Our grandparents just had whole families, and we all knew we just never spoke on it. We just didn't speak on it. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, yo. Hey, more generational gaps, right? Like, my son had, my grandfather had the whole job. Because, like, that's the other family shit. You know what I'm saying? And eventually... That shit came out, you know, motherfuckers found out about it, and eventually them, them motherfuckers start coming around, like, man, daddy done died, man. We got to let that shit go, man. We family. Ooh, like, eventually, it's going to come out. It's going to come out. You know what I'm saying? It don't happen the way that shit happened. Like, if a nigga, if a nigga really had that type of money, he a, he a lawyer, big shot, whatever, he married to a woman that can't have kids, he find a woman that can have his kids, he's probably going to leave that woman because of that type of circumstance. That's a different circumstance. But ain't no way in fuck he gonna wait 20 years to leave her. Nah, you got 20 years, you stand. She just gotta be good with it. You just gotta be cool with it. Hey, we might have separate bedrooms after this comes out. But you can't go nowhere. And she would have been found out. Ain't no woman not finding that out. But even when she find out, she can't get no job. She ain't worked in years. 
All she did was have kids and maintain the household. Bro, what I'm saying is I'm going to tell you what. Your grandfathers put the golden shackles on your grandmothers. Man, she finding out in year five, man. Ain't no woman. She might, she might go into it knowing. But your grandfathers put your grandmothers in the golden shackles. I know a guy. He worked for Honda out in Charlotte. And he said the same shit. Yo, we put them golden shackles on people. What's that, bro? What's the golden shackles? Well, we let you get a car, and we take the bread for your car out your paycheck. Now you can't leave. Your your year-end review comes. We start looking at what kind of money you earn for us, what we could give you for a raise to get your hourly up, to get you a higher percentage on your commission. And we'll shit on you because we know you just got the new joint and you got five years worth of payments at $600 so we can shit on you with your yearly merit increase and you can't leave because you in the hole for this car and you can't take that with leaving here and not having this paycheck. It's the golden shackles. Your grandmother never had higher education. Your grandmother's education stopped at high school. Some of them stopped at middle school. <laughs> All right? She met a nigga when she was 16, 17. She married that nigga on a spot. That was your grandfather. He was a R. Kelly-ass nigga, but he didn't know how to hogtie people either. Your grandfather did not know how to hogtie people. That's that. See what you speaking on. We need to get on that because that's a that's the truth. And, and but the reality is, it's frowned upon today, to and, and understandably so to a degree. But it's just like, bro, like the people that got so much to say be the people that came from fucking like. Did you hate your granddaddy too? Then let me know. Hundred percent. Well, no, the people that have so much to say, they never talk to their grandparents or their regular parents as human beings, which goes back to our earlier point. Like, I, I dead ass. If you listen to the pod, I want you to approach or talk to your parents and your grandparents and your aunties and your uncles. I want you to talk to them as casually as you talk to your friends on the internet. As casually as you talk to your friends on your socials, but with that, of course, with that parental old generation level of respect, you can even preface it with that. But I want you to get to know these people in your big ass ages. I'm 40. I just started learning my mom. Five to 10, bro. Five to ten years ago, I just started learning my mom. That's likewise. You feel me? Like that, but that's but that's because again, like women in like still historically don't take accountability like that. No way. They won't, they refuse. But I think some of it. It's not just about them not taking accountability or them having that wall up. I think some of it is the child. Because at some, especially if you're a male, at some point, you chose 
nature over nurture. Your parents are just waiting for you to walk that bad take back. They'll open up like a motherfucker. As soon as I had my kid, I was like, yo, mom, yo, this fucking parents and shit is fucking crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, but I tried to tell you. I tried to tell you it was out here. Look, I bought you. You thought I bought you a bowl of condoms for no reason? Like, I tried to tell you. Yeah, but you never had a baby mom's. Yeah, I never had one. But she is one. No, nah, my mom was a wife. I'm just saying, I, 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 no disrespect. I'm just saying, like, women, they can't help but relate to other women to a degree now. Now, it, now your mama, though, this is like, they did they did this thing on, on, on Clubhouse. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to my Clubhouse listeners that, that fuck with me. But they know what I'm talking about. Like, they did like a star bench cut. They said, your mama, your grandma, your wife. Star bench mm. cut. And, and. Ah, that's a bar. Yeah. Now, I'm, now, now, knowing what I know today, and this fucked up. Like, this is, I know the women gonna cut. Oh, you'll never get me thinking like that. I'm starting my mama. What? Yes. Starting my mama. Bro, it's so rare in this world, bro, that you don't ever be a man. It's gonna be unconditionally love, bro. That's wild. Your mother gonna love you unconditionally, bro, right or wrong. Right or wrong. And just vice versa for a female. Just imagine if you fucking with a female. Cause, cause, you know, I'm gonna just say it. My ex, my ex mother, I would have thought she she used to she used to sing Art Kelly lyrics to a nigga. It'd be funny as hell. It'd be like, girl, you got a real nigga. He bees that nigga you can call on. Like she <laughs> used to be on my dick. But right now, all that gonna matter is her daughter happiness. At the end of the day, she gonna love her child unconditionally because that's what mothers do. They don't care if they child wrong or right. When you get jammed up, just 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 say you just just on some freak shit, you. You, 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 you accidentally hit somebody, you know what I'm saying? Well, you know what I'm saying? Motherfucker jump out on you, whatever. You know, whatever. You might be drunk, whatever may be the case. Some some goofy shit. You get caught up on a little situation like that. You facing two to three years or some shit, right? Bro, it's a lot of women that's going to probably leave you, bro. Like, unless you married to this chick, and and this will obviously it's your wife. Bro. It's just it's just scary, bro. Yo, mama gonna be coming. Your wife might, you know, in this climate, bro, with social media, bro, you can't really just think like that no more. There aren't too many traditional women no more that's just holding you down, bro. Well, no, I, I think that 
traditional woman is gone. She's gone. The 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 traditional woman in the true sense, I think that's gone. And I think that is uh shit, we we deep in here, but I'll get into it today. So I think that is a part of the crack epidemic, right? Because crack epidemic uh ramped up public services, public housing, uh rent stipends, food stamps, WIC, all that shit. Well, first thing they do when you go to look out for some of these services is what? Who live in your house? Who works in your house? Exactly. Okay. Dad can't come back home. And I think we all know somebody who's been in that situation where, hey, this nigga don't really live here. If anybody ever asks you, this nigga don't really live here. He just be over here every day. But he don't he just be over here. But he know when it's time for an inspection, when it's time to do a research to get low, he gets his he he gets his mail somewhere else. You know what I'm saying? And he he take his little pack of clothes. And guess what? Niggas didn't have PS5s back then, so you didn't know when the nigga was posted up because nigga, daddy was a Rolling Stone. Wherever he laid his hat was his home. That nigga become David Copperfield. I know. (laughs) Chris Angel Mind Freak. Yeah, Magic Boys. Done. You know what I'm saying? He's out of here. Magic trick, nigga. So I, I think that was a part of it, right? So now we got more single mothers and raising kids in unstable homes. Uh, of course, if you're a single mother, you kind of give your sons a little bit of leeway and your daughters are probably kept real close, close to the chest because naturally you worry about your daughters more than you worry about your sons. Your sons got to steal sharp and steal. They got to learn a little bit. They got to scrape their elbows a little bit. Hey, your son fell down. Hey, get up. You all right. Your daughter fell down. Five people ran to her in a circle and kissed her boo-boo and shit, right? So the daughters were pampered more, treated more, catered to more. They saw their mother struggle in a non-traditional relationship, so they don't want a traditional relationship but they idolize the idea of a traditional relationship. But guess what? That young lady grew up and now the black women are the most educated gender and race out of all. Nobody's more educated than black women This is fact. in the United States. And I'm talking not street educated, scholastically educated. But 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 see you making my point, cause we black men, we we deal with black women, you feel? So at the end of the day, no white girls over here. Yeah, we you know you know like we love our sisters, you know what I'm saying? So like, but at the end of the day, like you can't with that statement you just made, knowing that the sisters are the most educated people far as women, you know what I'm saying, in the country. At the end of the day, you can't can't approach a female because before you meet her, she's doing whatever, X, Y, and Z. Either she's taking care of herself or somebody else is taking care of her. But if you got this great-ass job, like, 
even if you don't have a great job, just say a, a female making 50000 and I'm making 50000 but I come to you and say, you know what, like, 50-50. Meaning, you, you know exactly what that means. But, real niggas still, when they say 50-50, that's the sad part. We don't even really mean that. Like, what they think we mean, like on some financial shit. No. Mean, like, have our back, bitch. Because we already know your ass ain't going to spend what we going to spend. Coming through the fucking dough. We know this shit. Women are terrible gift givers. They, they think they not. No, I ain't going to even say that. They they, nah, they know they know they are. They've given you pussy. They not. For they, Valentine's Day every year, they, they've given you pussy. And they want 100 dozen roses. They want you to send 50 to the job. They want you to send 50 to the house. They also don't just want you to send the roses no more. You got to make it something cute because the bitch on the internet got something cute. Like it's they standards have changed through the years as far as like what they want as a gift. But I still think like a woman, uh, like I'm gonna speak on my last relationship. My ex would do dope things like when she did dope things. The problem be the consistency of these dope things. Where meanwhile. Like my 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 shit is felt through daily. What I do is daily. You know what I'm saying? You feel me daily. Meanwhile, you want to celebrate me on a birthday or an anniversary. Cool, and you go out. That you you know, it be it be wonderful. Cool, great. This is a man. Look, I need when you go get this. How you make this happen? Oh damn, I need see you store that somewhere. Like because women. They're, you know, it's in their nature to be sneakier than us to a degree, right? So, like, you working like a motherfucker. You don't even see. She done went to the store eight times. Then bought you clothes and shit done popped up. You ain't even know. She done went down and got the UPS delivery. Whatever. You know what I'm saying? You ain't even paid no attention to shit. Because we, we, we are, uh, as men, we just... We routine type niggas. We do the same shit down there every day to a degree. That's why when we cheat, it's noticeable. Female is instantly notice something ain't right. Your pattern off. I'm putting on cologne. You ain't never put on cologne in a minute. Yeah, your pattern off. You've been fresh. You've been fresher than normal. Yeah. When you start putting pleats in your dress pants instead of just wearing the motherfuckers iron, when you start putting pleats in your dress pants. It's why it's, it's it's why it's noticeable, you know what I'm saying? It's just what it is. So I'm that's why I say like overall females when they do like because I'm gonna speak on today's climate, you know what I'm saying? Today's climate females, they 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 try to get you them gifts that they low key want themselves. So they, I, I bought you this, you know, my 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 ex she got me the little Gucci cologne, about six eight Nike outfits. Meanwhile. It wasn't one of my best times. And like historically, you ain't really done nothing. It's just a good time for you right now. You got your little tax money. You feeling good. So you you done blessed the nigga this year. You know what I'm saying? And and like I said, it'd be other years you come up with great ideas and you 
done led the charge on these ideas. You might still need a couple of dollars from me on just to make it go all the way right. But whatever you you thought of it, you cooked it up. I'm gonna support it. But the women, to me, they 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 do dope shit. They just still do unreasonable shit. Still too, they don't care about. You know what I'm saying? They on your type of shit. What you say? You gonna get it? You, you get it? We, we get it back next Friday. <laughs> yeah, they hey, they know they gonna get it back next Friday. I ain't gonna hold you. But they, the rate of me seeing homeless women out here has dropped. You don't want to know why? Good pussy gets your rent paid. Mm-mm. Finesse get your rent paid. That too. I've I've been a victim of both. The finesse get the rent paid. I've Be- been a victim of both because. They try to they try to sell us on these dreams like like if I if I feel like I'm the only nigga hitting that motherfucker I'm gonna do more. No, I don't. Shit. I'm actually disappointed. No, I'm 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 that's see that's the dream that most niggas see. You different. <laughs> so I'm gonna tell you that right now. You different. Most niggas. Like unless <laughs> nigga, and I'm the sad nigga, and I'm cool with that cool whatever but like if i'm really paying your rent then i like like i'm looking at you different because if you got a nigga why the nigga not paying your rent or why he not helping you pay that rent? why i gotta pay your rent just to hit you occasionally i need to be hitting that little motherfucker a little bit more often like like and that that gotta be the only case for me that's the only scenario i'm, I'm hitting you consistently enough to pay that rent two, three times through the week. Even if I got a bitch. If I'm paying your rent, like, it don't even matter. Because how was you paying this rent before? You was either fucking with a nigga or you got a good-ass job. And if you don't have a good-ass job, you more than likely was getting it from a nigga who was probably hitting that little motherfucker about two, three times a week. So now I'm the nigga paying the rent and I want to hit that little motherfucker two, three times a week. I want to do more than two, three times a week if I'm paying the rent. Like, two, three times a week, that's that's phone bill. That's phone bill frequency. I'm talking about, like, if you just if just say that's your side, bitch. That's, that's decent enough, because you can't overdo it if you're in a relationship with a bitch. You ain't no, no, you can. You definitely can. I don't know from experience, but I just feel like somebody is out there overdoing it with a side like like you actually get caught up like at that point yeah we get caught up yeah yeah no no what what did they say in the bible or maybe one of them tyler perry movies um no good deed goes unpunished some some shit like that all what's what's done in the dark comes to the light like they said some cool shit in one of them movies and I and, and later in life I was like, ooh, that's bars. I mean it is. I mean it, it will come to the light, like with everybody, like even with a female, even even though they most sneaky in us, like you gonna tell, you can start telling if your bitch doing something different. Like you can st- you can tell. You gonna see it. Nah. Nah, because nah, we're men are stupid and we just think she's cheating because we tried to beat one night and she didn't let us beat so now we like oh 
she fucking cheated on me today and we make a big deal about it. Let me smell your pussy. Let me touch your pussy. And it don't smell like a magnum. So you think you're safe. But what she was really trying to do is preserve the pussy for tomorrow. <laughs> it's yours. <laughs> you want to see a dead You want to see a dead body, nigga? <laughs> Come home and your wife is preserving the pussy like jam for tomorrow. Ooh. And that's the truth. Now that right there is the truth. Like that's what it mostly do be. But 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 I'm saying though, like it's more of once she come back. Cause when the bitch come back from that, she feeling guilty. No, she not. Shit. Yes, she no, she not. Yeah. Because you didn't take out the trash last week. You don't help enough around the house. You don't deal with the kids enough. Whatever drove them to cheating is what's going to fuel them to not feel guilty post-cheating. Men, men feel guilty post-cheating because you just went and had a wild threesome with two chicks that don't even speak English. You hear me? Crazy. You put your you put your wife at risk for something wild. You don't even know if these bitches had bed bugs or not. And you get home and your wife do the coolest shit ever. Oh yeah, I made some of that buffalo dip you like. And I know it's Thursday night football. So I took the kids and I gave them all melatonin and they're all asleep. And you got the buffalo dip and the game is on TV. And oh, I I washed your pillow and your blanket so that you can sit in your chair in comfort. And I got your favorite beer and I got a beer mug. Like they do all this all out thoughtful shit. The minute you put your dick somewhere else, that's when they do it. And then you come home smelling like two Thailand whores because washing your dick off in the sink wasn't enough. And your wife is like, oh, yeah, buffalo dip, buffalo wings, all drums, fried hard twice, because I know that's how you give it up, nigga, but extra wet. And she wearing the thong, walking around the house. Like, that shit is crazy. Yeah, Don't nothing make you feel more guilty than somebody doing a bunch of nice shit for you after you did dirt. Yeah, but that's the thing, like, because I've never been there, so I'm just I, going off yeah, of observations. I, I clearly understand that. I respect that. Me, I don't have no problem with saying it. See, I ain't never been there. Like, I done definitely came in after cheating and shit like that, but, like, I, I normally come in knowing I'm cheating hours, like, where you going to expect it, but, like, I'm going to that shower immediately. Immediately. I'm going to that shower. Now, more than likely, she coming in there if she up. She probably waiting on your ass. So what you been doing? Man, what is you on? I'm in that bitch like DMX. No, no, no fucking Kiana. Oh, no fucking Kiana. Yo, you know how these bitches be? You know how these niggas be in the streets? They be talking that shit. Hey, hey, no, 
no, no, fuck you, Tommy. I just talked to the girl. She just said, oh, wait, hold on. Let me get my, <laughs> feel me. You feel me. I just talked to the girl, Tommy. She just said she's such a little black diggling. And I'm going to call her. Hey, hey yo, Keith. Call that bitch up. Hey, call that bitch up. Hey, and. <laughs> hey, hey, yeah, me. I'll tell you, that's how I'm in that bitch. <laughs> I just, I, you know, you got to delete everything. You know what I'm saying? You feel me? You got to get right to it. Now, I just want to know why we let Tommy Bun slide off the jump. You know that was the foulness, bro. The what? That was the foulness. Shorty said, number one, Shorty was paging Tommy, all reckless, knowing he got a girl. As soon as Tommy's girl calls her back, yo, what's the deal? And who the fuck is this? Oh, you Tommy's girl? I mean... I did suck his dick the night before last. Like, she gave up the whole game tape. She he won't let me fuck because I was just 16. Number one, that was a wild bar that we let slide in a classic movie. Classic. But we- and, I, and I feel bad bringing it up because X is dead. But I also feel like that was a part of his personal character traits. Bleeding into the movies. I felt like I felt like at the end of the day, she laid up. She don't do shit. At the end of the day, yo nigga, one of them niggas out here, and you know that. Mm. You know that. He one of them niggas. I ain't saying that that age shit was, you know what I'm saying, far as like how old Shorty claimed she was or whatever. Crazy. Ooh. That shit breaks. But I'm just saying, overall, though, like, Tommy Buns was one of them niggas. You living in this dope-ass crib, don't do shit all day, but but basically shop and sit around. You don't do shit. So, like, to me, that and, and that's what women don't want to admit. They, they, they are rather laugh and say, oh, you know, I just want a good man. No, you don't. You want that type of nigga. Rather he a drug dealer or a stockbroker. You want the nigga that's always gone. You don't know what he really doing. But you know other bitches want him. You feel lucky. They want that. They won't admit that though. Because it's 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 almost them. It it it, it almost to this and to these women today, right? It's almost like giving them that right right at your passage. That's why that's why y'all can't handle when we go do us. Like, go on ahead. You're more replaceable than than that nigga. Well, it doesn't match today's women. See, grandma, great grandma, they had to do that. They great great grandma dropped out of school in the sixth grade. There was no, there was nothing in the workforce for her. The workforce was the crib. 
these women, much more educated, degrees in some more shit, and taught from from a youth. Don't never rely on no nigga. Nobody ever told your grandmother to not rely on a nigga. Your grandma got married at 15. Her whole fucking life was based on relying on another nigga. It went from her father to her fucking husband. Exactly. Exactly. But Tommy Buns was still crazy for that shit. I mean, no doubt he was crazy for that particular incident, but I'm just still saying overall, though. He was crazy because Shorty was out of pocket. Yeah, because, like, why is you going in his, his page? Why is you even doing all that? Oh, yeah, why is she going in the page? Why is Shorty knowing that he got a woman at home? A baddie, too. Not just a regular John. That wasn't just a regular-ass black woman. That was a top five but, but, but women, to this day top women, five. Women are messy by nature. That's what they do. So, like, she didn't, she didn't call the crib or anything. She didn't pull up or nothing. She texting his page. Or hitting his page, or rather, and yeah. But if you know that niggas got a woman, it's some what? hours that you don't hit the page. it could be anybody. Why is you just in my shit? This could be anybody. So you pick up the phone, acting like you will play. But she didn't. She picked up the phone, just being thirsty, bro. Yo, what's the deal? What's the deal? Yo, who was that? Was that Vita? From Murder, Inc.? That's why your rap career never took off, because we did not believe you. Okay, Vita? We did not believe you. Ja Rule couldn't carry you, and Charlie Baltimore outshined you. You want to see a dead body? Dead ass. On on grandmas in them. (laughs) (laughs) On (laughs) grandmas. On four grandmas in there. You want to see a dead body? Swear to God, bro. Like, Vita just got me hot. Nigga, I'm sweating on my ball. <laughs> Nigga, cut my fucking record up. You know what I'm saying? Go DJ. That's my DJ. Go DJ. That's my DJ. Go DJ. That's my DJ. Go DJ. Yeah.
wanna see a dead body? It's yours. Shout out to Jameson Doko. Love Lace, not the Jameson show. Coming soon.